I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate, Chocolate Jam. Jam! Our theme song is Belgian Waffles by the Underscore Orchestra. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Chocolate Jam Podcast, or shoot us through an email at chocolatejampodcast at gmail.com. Jess. How you doing? Well, I'm pretty good. I I feel like it's, you know, we're getting to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Everything's just getting a little bit harder, just a little bit more crazy. Yep. So I'm basically trying to, you know, go into denial mode by binge-watching my favourite television medium, Netflix. Yes, Netflix. So what are you watching at the moment I've on been, Netflix? It's, it's good. I've been spending a lot of time watching something good. Something good. Something mm. really good. Are you trying to segue, Mel? I think this Mel's... may be a segue. <laughs> I think Mel's trying to segue. I've been spending a lot of time in a place that is good. Uh-huh. I.e. Is it forking good? Oh, it's forking amazing. <laughs> Holy shirt. It is the good place. This is what I'm referring to. I've gotten into it. It is filling, it's kind of, it's filling that little, you know, quirky feel-good place in my heart that the was left by, by Parks yeah. and Rec- Recreation, yes. definitely. Yeah, I don't know how much we're going to get into it in terms of, like, spoiler alerts and stuff. Well, I think that we should just issue a general spoiler alert because yeah. I want to talk about the latest episode because, oh my god, Darcy Caden, such an incredible actor. That's Janet, by the way. I'm Janet. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Janet was my favorite. Anyway, so let's just issue a general spoiler alert and say that there will be spoilers in this discussion. If you haven't caught up with The Good Place, put this away. Go and catch up with The Good Place right now. You don't need to eat or go to work. Just go and catch up with The Good Place and then come back and listen to this. Just Just, like have it on like while you do things in the background. That's what I do sometimes. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, look, we'll try not, I'll try not to get too spoilery into it. I mean, basically, if you haven't seen it, the, the premise is... It's all about the afterlife. You know, the idea is that the main characters, and like this is stuff that you find out in the first 30 seconds, the main character dies, like, or is dead at the beginning of the episode, and she's... She's in the afterlife. Yeah, she's in the afterlife, and she's basically, like, being, you know, told by somebody, like, hey, you know, you're in the afterlife because you died, and because you're a really good person, you've made it into the good place, but... which is, like, heaven, right? Twist! She was a terrible person. Yeah, and it's like, oh crap, this is like a total mistake. Yes, that's my name, but no, that's not my life. I'm not meant to be in the good place. I've got to pretend like I am meant to be in the good place so I don't get kicked out of the good place. It's just like a journey from there, which is really... It's so... Like, it's hard to explain. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's very hard to explain. It's a conceptually... It doesn't... Ha- it's hard to explain without just, like ruining the entire thing that's the thing of it so like when well, you say you that just it ruin it because i'm just i i yeah i'm not gonna hold back i think we should just ruin it <laughs> um because the thing about the good place is it's so conceptually it's both very very high and very very mundane it's got this this mm. um kind of sophie's world aspect to it where mm. there are a bunch of episodes that actually go into some fairly hardcore philosophical theory yes. and you get like a straight up lesson there's an entire yes episode that explores the concept of the trolley problem which is yeah. kind of for the greater good argument yeah. like is it better to 
Yeah, it's like a, yeah, a trolley's hurtling towards five people. You can you've got time to pull a switch to make it change course and only hit one person. So it's like, do you let the event play out or do you take a purposeful action that's going to kill somebody else? So there's um, like there's an entire episode just on that <laughs> construct, but there's loads of episodes that cover different philosophical concepts and kind of explore them in yeah. different ways. But yeah. then at the same time, there's also a shit ton of fart jokes, <laughs> which is great. Yes, yes, it's both. Highbrow and lowbrow. It's awesome. Um, yeah, but that's like, that's kind of the running theme, and, and you know, and the what you know, what is good, what is evil, why do we do good, what does it mean? What does it mean to do good be- and to be good? What are what does it mean to do good for the right reasons or the wrong yeah, reasons? Well, that's it. Like, are you is it even good if you're not doing it for the right reasons? Yes. Which I think the show would say. Well, the is, show clearly posits that it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's a really interesting exploration of the concept of the afterlife, which is also interestingly quite divorced from religion or spirituality. Very, very divorced from it. There are kind of vague references Mm. to some religious construct. There are definitely the concept of demons, which is an interesting Mm. kind of like, you're going to pick one thing from religious mythology, that's the thing you pick. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that I found, I guess, confronting about it, I don't know if you experienced this when you watched it, but, like, the thing that I found confronting is, like, shit, man, I don't know if I'd make it into the good place. Like, you know, (laughs) you you sort of go, and and it's interesting because I guess it kind of follows on, I mean, not that, you know, the the central character was quite a horrible person when they were alive, and I don't know that we, you know, the everyday person is that horrible. We're we're not, we're Neither of us are Eleanor's. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but still, that whole concept of like, oh yeah, I get bitchy about things like that, and I do, you know, and I lied about this and cheated about that, or you know, that that concept of like, I did things that were bad. I don't know if my good things stack up against my bad things, and mm. I don't know if I'd make it into the good place. Like, oh, so yeah, this whole and then and then when it even like the broader philosophical kind of when those bigger philosophical questions come up. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, I do that thing, but why do I do that thing? You know, like it's, <laughs> it kind of get, makes you think, it makes you reflect on, yes, just even how you are, or maybe it's just me that does that, but you know, it makes you reflect <laughs> on how you are as a person. And it's like, shit, shit, man. <laughs> well, no, I think it's it's really interesting because there's the four main characters are, um, so it's Eleanor who's the the kind of the protagonist, and she's. A straight up horrible person in, self in des- life. Self described Arizona trash bag. Yes. Um, and then there's Jason who is just like. He, well, I mean, Jason is clearly meant out to be a bad person, but it's more just that he has the kind of mental capacity of a toddler and therefore doesn't really so see outside of his own. Dumb. Like, yep. He's just so dumb. And, and then. But then on the flip side of that, you've then got um, Tani and Chidi who are more complex cases of what mm. is good or bad because Tahani devotes her life to doing good work but she does it because she's entirely driven by self-promotion and jealousy. Yeah, yeah. And you've got Chidi Envy who and narcissism. is... Ch- I mean, Chidi is such an interesting concept from the good-slash-bad dichotomy because he's a, he's a moral um, philosophy professor... Um, and mm. provides a lot of the the kind of lessons that are, that are happening in the show, but he's got some very very fundamental personality flaws. That doesn't mean he's not a kind person or um, an ethical person, but they just make him an intensely frustrating person. And in the mm. show, that's 
enough to make him a bad person. Well, it's yeah, it's he does he 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 inadvertently does harm yeah, to does. himself and, and others. others. He does cause this. harm to others. Yeah, so and it's interesting. He's interesting in the sense of you know, so that I, I guess the issue with him is, like I said, he's this moral philosophy professor and everything is about, you know, what is the right thing to do and why do you do that thing and do you, do you do this or that? What are the implications? And he's constantly exploring that and what that leads to for him is essentially crippling indecision. Yep. An inability things. to act. And it's interesting because when you think about it, it's like, it's almost a chicken and an egg thing. It's like, you know, is his crippling inability to decide on things and and his inability to act something that drove him to the study of philosophy or is his study of moral philosophy the thing that exacerbates or drives his indecision that's what i like about that's what i find interesting about him yeah because yes i mean i think which probably the answer is a little from column a and and yeah, from it's a little column a um yeah, yes, and he is such an interesting character from that, because he is a person who, if you met them in life, you would say, that is a good person. You probably wouldn't want to hang out mm. with them, <laughs> but you'd yeah. say, that is a good person. But, you know, as, as Mel said, his actions do actually cause harm to people. Yes. So And to himself. And, to, and definitely to himself. <laughs> oh, Chidi. He's also really, really hot. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. Like, they're always going on about how hot Jason is, but no. No, it's all... All cheating. Yeah, I don't know. All I mean, I, I think... Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't... I don't find... Well. I don't find either of them, like, hot, hot, but Chitty is the more attractive of the two. Mm. Yes. Well, mostly he's... There, there's a, a couple of gratuitous shirtless scenes where you're like... <laughs> You're a moral, an ethical, whatever, professor. Moral philosophy professor, yeah. Why do you look like that? <laughs> to be fair, the show it's does like, lampshade it. They're like, all like, why do you look like that? Because it's television. Because it's television, <laughs> yes. I absolutely love The Good Place. And um, my favourite character in The Good Place is Janet. Mm. So Janet, as a character, is this... I guess you would call her a robot, but she's not a robot. She's not a robot. She's... A she, she's, she's an like, dimension. She's kind of like a, well, she's some sort of being that is created for the purpose of providing service, generally through yes. answers. But she can also conjure material. Yeah, so she's like things. She's like she, genie. Yeah, yeah. She's like a genie that knows everything and will she, answer your questions. Yes, she's like she's like an interdimensional repository of knowledge that provides information and services to the people in, in the afterlife. The afterlife, yes. And yeah. Yeah, so she's, she's yeah. She she knows everything, <laughs> she can like do everything. Yeah. She's there to assist members of the afterlife answering, answering their, questions, their questions, doing very, you know, providing things for various them. things. Yeah. And, um, and and she keeps sort of like she evolves. Yeah, she like updates and reboots and and elements of her character grow and change with those updates. She's just got this like very very pleasant 
mm. demeanor, which is adorable and mm. also sometimes situationally hilarious. <laughs> Just like, hi, I'm Janet. How may I assist you today? It's gorgeous. And um, what I love about the Janets too is the, it's the actor that plays Janet Darcy Caden. There are Janets throughout the universe or the afterlife. Yeah. And there are uh, good place Janets, which the main Janet is one of. Yeah, there's... And then there are bad place Janets who... That's right. There's, there's various... Swear and farted people. Yes, there's various there's various versions of Janet. So there's, like, good Janet, there's bad Janet, and we recently found a neutral, neutral Janet. Neutral Janet. <laughs> it's just, like, really... I don't even know it how to describe it. a robot. Right. Yeah, very robotic. Yep. You know, <laughs> end of discussion. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always thought that Darcy Caden did a really good job of playing the different Janets, which is awesome. But in the most recent episode... Um, for reasons to do with the fact that it's the afterlife. For reasons and things. For and... reasons and things. She had to play all of the characters. Yes. And holy crap, she was amazing. Yeah. She was so good. Even in the scene where they were all wearing Janet clothes, you could tell which one was which. Yeah. Her Jason impression was just like, oh my god. Yeah. I can't even. It was so... So good. She had the accent down and everything. Yeah. Jason's got this Florida accent. It's, it's, I don't even, it's just, like, he's just dumb. <laughs> like, I can't give a, it's just, his, even his, ac- like, he's like, duh. <laughs> like, even his accent. Is, oh, dog. Uh, it's so good. And I love how he kind of came into it as well by, like, pretending to be a monk. So he's saying, you know, he doesn't say anything and, like, you think he's a what? He just has, like he just doesn't know what's going on. Can I just say as well, I love um I just I love Tahani. I love Tahani. I love I love how she name I love the how she name drops. She name drops more than the game in his rapping. Like she name drops like crazy. I love it. It's oh so yeah, good. like every sentence she's is casual, like, like my friend the Dalai Lama. Yeah. <laughs> Once when I was having a party, you know, we were doing a party at Jane Franco's house. You know, like and my good friend of... Posh Spice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's thing. great. Um, um, yeah, I've been following um, Jamila Jamil on, on Instagram, and she's just fabulous. She's so great. She's she like fabulous. She's like Tani, but if you take out all of the taking herself seriously, which is amazing, because <laughs> yeah. taking herself seriously is like Tahani's defining feature. But if you took that away, mm. it's like everything that is left becomes this incredible human and that is Jamila Jamil and she's just great. <laughs> but yeah, highly enjoying it. I totally missed just a side note, it really says something about how we watch TV today because I, I I've been watching it and so season 3 is currently out on Netflix and I, I didn't I totally missed the fact that it was being released weekly. Oh my god. So I was in France mm. when the new season started. Right. And I'd had all of these frustrations because Doctor Who was on and I couldn't get Doctor Who because it's not on French... Because I couldn't get ABC and it's not on French... And there was something else that was coming out. Look at us with our first world problems, seriously. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> like, I can't get Doctor Who fast enough. The good plates are coming out France. once a week. Well, that was what is thing, happening? Because there was something else that I was watching, I can't remember what, and I couldn't get it in mm. through French Netflix. And I was just like, oh my god. Because, you know, those are definitely your biggest problems when you're in France. Um, and I, The Good Place came out and I was like, oh my god, I can watch this, this is fantastic. And so I logged on and I, I started watching it and then there were only three episodes. And I was like, what? 
where is the rest of this? Like, what? What's going on? Why is there only three episodes of The Good Place? And then it turned out that they're releasing it weekly. Yeah. So, yeah, I had, I had a similar, similar kind of experience. Um, I just thought... Because, I don't know, the, the seasons have been about, what, like 12 or 13 episodes? Something yes. around there? Yeah. So I, so, I came into it... When I came into it, there were eight episodes of season three out, I think. And I was just like, oh, it's a shorter season. And the se- and the the episode that, like, the last episode that I'd watched, that I thought was the end of the season. Massive cliffhanger. Yeah, and yes. it was, like, massive cliffhanger and massive showdown. And it, it, it almost even felt, like, kind of it could potentially... It could have been a season finale. Yeah. Either. Yeah, and then, you like, you were literally like, have you watched the latest episode? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Does not compute. And it's like, hang on. Wait a minute. Is it getting released? I'll go you one better if you think you are. If I think I'm hard done by by not being able yeah. to watch yeah. Australian Netflix yeah. in Italy or France. Yeah, if you think that's frivolous, I'll I'll I'll, I'll I, do, I do out- think that's frivolous. But... I'll out frivoli you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but yeah, it's fine. Um, so I was in America a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm watching Riverdale because. Uh-huh. I watch Riverdale. Cool. I'm not proud of the fact that I watch Riverdale. <laughs> it's okay. I'm it's not very. You. I mean, I don't personally watch Riverdale, but I won't judge you for watching. It's very it. guilty pleasure. <laughs> I don't even know why I enjoy it. Hey, look, but I do. I watched more than one episode of Pretty Little Liars. I cannot throw shade. Yeah, no, okay, I can't. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like it's a totally, it's a completely ridiculous show. But I think there's just certain elements that I've decided that I like about it, so that's enough to keep me watching. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Well, that's, anyway, that's so I watch Riverdale, <laughs> and Riverdale is out on Netflix, mm-hmm. like in Australia, mm-hmm. and. It's coming out. It's coming out weekly as well. <sighs> but you know, um, so it's out on it's out on Netflix. It's up to date on yeah. on uh, in Australia, and they're into like season three as well now. And so, I was like, oh, cool. So I was in America for like a week, and I was like, oh, cool. Like I can, I can download. I was in the airport. I had my iPad. I'm like, I can download. Um, I can download the latest episode of Riverdale and I can watch it while I'm on the plane. Yeah. Like, so I'll download it in the airport Wi-Fi and then I'll watch it on the plane. So, anyway, I'm in America and that means I have American Netflix, right? Which, yeah, at first I was like, ah, like, you know, ah, the kid, the, ah, it's the, it's the bookshelf from Beauty and the Beast. It's, it's, you know, it's the bookshelf in the Citadel of Game of Thrones. Like, oh, it's everything. I have the library of like the... Oh, the repository of television shows and movies that I can watch. That's so amazing. And I'm like, it's great. I'm going to look up Riverdale. Look up Riverdale. First two seasons only. What? And I'm like, what? Why? How? How is this possible? How is this fucking possible? How the fuck am I in America with American Netflix and the show that I want to watch is not up to date when in Australian Netflix... It's up to date. You've wrinkled my brain. Totally, okay, totally wrinkled the brain. The answer, I believe, is this. Only the first two episodes <clears throat> were available for download? No, 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 no. Like, oh. you couldn't get, you couldn't watch anything. Like, it, it was, I mean, you couldn't watch, like, there was no season three. Mm-hmm. This is the issue. Riverdale is a network 
television show in America, right? I don't think it airs in Australia, but it airs in America. So they're purposefully releasing it late because they want you to watch it on the network or via the network, and then it gets released later on American Netflix. But whereas we don't have it on TV here... Wait, isn't... It's CW. Is it? In America. I thought it was... I don't get it because it says Netflix original, but then there's the CW logo. Okay, because I was like, but it's set in the same... And it's very... Sabrina, which is a Netflix original. Yeah. And really good. Yeah, I've, which I, and I've watched that. Um, and it's very, it's very CW. <laughs> like, Riverdale's huh. very CW. But, yeah, so that's, so there you go. That there was go. my, and I'm just like, what is even happening here? Why is this happening? How? So, yes. Cool. That's how, but it was very upsetting. So, we are dealing with big issues here yes. on uh, Chocolate Jam. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Netflix. Come on, Netflix. Like, you know what else gives me the shits as well? Like, why does everything, you know, why does the internet, why does it have to be so segregated? Why is everything, you know, geo-blocking and geo-this bullshit and I've fucking watched this video clip and I can watch it in this country and I can't watch it in that country? Because capitalism is And balls. then, like, you know, there's there's Netflix, but it's not the same Netflix. It's like, there's American Netflix. It's different to Australian Netflix. This Netflix can't Netflix with that Netflix. Can't we all get along? Can't we all watch the same things? Aren't we all people? Can't we unite? Mal wants to destroy Come on, patriarchy. Netflix. It's not, even, it's not even just Netflix, but well, Netflix is an example. Yeah, no, look, it's it's um it's oppressive capitalism and Fucking the... death to the geoblock, man. What about globalism? Come on, guys. We're living in the fucking past here. Seriously. Yeah. Fucking what's going on? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Look, when I was Come on, man. trying to watch Doctor Who overseas, I was t- right there with you. Um <laughs> I couldn't even get on to the BBC iPlayer. Anyway, first of all problems. Uh, I mean, Bullshit. I don't actually. I don't know if geoblocking is a first world problem. It's not fucking first world problems. I mean, it it's is all you... over the world. It's all world problems. It is when you talk. <laughs> it isn't if we went Netflix, like, but no, it is actually a. It's an equity, access, and privilege issue. Absolutely, if you live in countries that have better um, facilities available online, but those are geocached. Then, or geoblocked, then you experience privilege that people in other places in the world do not have. So it is actually, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about Netflix. It's not really an equity issue, but at its kind of fundamental level, the concept of geoblocking is actually an equity issue. So there we go. Down with geoblocking. It's just um, yeah. money and licensing and bullshit. Dismantle capitalism. Yeah, power to the people. Cool. <laughs> Netflix for everyone. Yay! <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> apart from binge-watching TV, which I have also been doing, I I just watched all of Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23, which... Oh, uh, yeah, I did that, like, 
way like a, like yeah. a long time ago. Like I when I first came like, across Netflix. Super fluffy, but did give me an appreciation for James Vanderbilt oh, that I never had before. So good. Um, God, he's good in that. Um, yeah, he's really good. And it, it was a bit of a mind flip as somebody who's watched a lot of Jessica Jones to like. Oh yeah, my so god, Kristen Ritter is Kristen such Ritter. a good actor. She's got range. I'll she's give it got, that. She's got mad range. Yeah, so apart from binge watching TV, um, it's it's nearly Christmas and it is. it's Christmas in like two weeks, as my daughter reminded me. Yet uh, I creeping up. Yeah, I've been Christmas shopping, which has been You kinda have to start fun. a bit early with it. You can't you can't go down to the wire. I was in a shop this morning and the woman was like, Oh, so how are you going with your Christmas shopping? I'm like, Yeah, I only started yesterday and she was like, Well, Sometimes it's good to start a bit later because then you just get it all done. And oh, I was like, what? that's really nice of you, but no. What? No. She, she was trying to be nice. I started, nice. I started like four days ago. I started yesterday. Well, I, like I did one shop, so had I done it yesterday or four days ago, it's the same thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, yeah, I started like four days ago. And that, in my opinion, is incredibly early. Like, I'm usually. The weekend before. Oh god! Do you know what you, you know? It's gonna be you know it's gonna be chaos. You know it's gonna be fucking well, see, chaos. That's the thing is... is that weekend before because it's Christmas Day is on a Tuesday, Christmas Eve is on a Monday. Mm-hmm. That weekend always oh, gonna, gonna be nuts. nuts. And like everyone's finishing work on the Friday before. Yeah, so including be me. Fucking chaos. But uh, I'm finishing on the Thursday before just because I fucking can. That's what happens when you set your own work hours. Yep. I. See, five years ago, you could do that. Five years ago, Mm, you could just go shopping the weekend before Christmas, and it would be a bit busy, and you would just, you know, just have to leave a bit early to get a park. But Mm. now it's just, like, it's getting insane. I found the same thing on holidays. It's like the queues to get into everything are completely insane. And I'm like, like, you have to queue for two hours to do anything. And it's like, what? When, When did this happen? How did we reach this point like what's yeah on thursday i just you know i drove into work i swear to god it took me like two and a half times longer yeah than what it would normally take me and i'm like what what is happening and it's just it's december it's christmas like there's no i know that nothing happened It's it's not like there was a car accident or an incident or it's just not a bomb went off or something. It's just like no, it's just chaotic, just yeah. chaos. No, yesterday it took us half an hour to do a ten minute drive. It's like what? What yeah. is this? Yeah. What, where are you people going? It's like no, just it's just nope. It's just nope. It's just nope. A massive nope. But having said that, I do. Mm. I mean, not the bit before Christmas, obviously, but I do still really enjoy Christmas. I still find it quite a nostalgic time and you know I it's really easy to get cynical about Christmas but mm. you know I just I just love it I love Christmas no I, I just, love Christmas as well I it, love it, it it represents so many wonderful things like it means so many wonderful things you know like when you're a kid it means school holidays and like the big the good school holidays the long school holidays is because we're in Australia and you get the long school holidays when you're yeah, Christmas, when it's Christmas Australia, right because it's summer which yeah like yeah, so it means summer. It means warm weather. It means playing American outside. Different parts of the world do things differently. Uh, oh snap! Are you gonna alienate L? 
one and a half American listeners. But yeah. <laughs> listen to us people in America. It's fun to listen to different random things. Um, Think of it as like Hawaii but hotter. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean in the terms of the fact that it's like sunny at Christmas. Yeah. Hawaii's pretty hot. But yeah. It's just such a free... Be outdoors... Go to beach or pool or things. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, like, I'm. I think you're kind of like me. I mean, you like the warm weather. You're a warm weather person. No. 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 How no? does this? Sorry, uh, we're just having yeah, a moment sorry. here because I'm like, yeah, how, I how does it's like the British thing? Yeah, no, yeah. it's fundamentally misunderstanding. But a part you of can. My but you can hate do, hot weather. But you can do it though. No. But you can do it. No, I can't. I shut down once it gets past 30, 30 no, degrees. I just, like, like, cease to function. But going, like, like, if we went to the beach. I hate the beach. But you're fine at the beach in the sense of, no, like. Man. I hate the beach. I hate the heat. I hate the bright. Really? Yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't, don't recall this. in heat. I don't recall this because... You're probably remembering me as a I've teenager been, where I've I was been to, like... I've been to the aforementioned Hawaii with Jess. And it was fine. Oh, Yeah, we spent most of the time by the pool. Yeah. It's not the beach. It's very All right, different whatever. Prospect. Being outdoors, being out in the sun. And Hawaii wasn't I spent a part. much of my childhood at Jess's house swimming in the pool and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't as hot. Like, Hawaii wasn't as hot as our summers. And yeah, it wasn't as hot. When, when we, we were away. a kid, it was not as hot. Yeah. Thanks, climate change. Mm, global warming. Um, it, like, it was demonstrably and scientifically, provably not as hot. You would get mm. maybe one 40-degree day on yep. a bad summer. Maybe two if it was a really bad summer. Now it's like... <sighs> it's just chaos now. Like, it's, you know, one day it's like you're getting all the rain... Of an entire month. Mm, that was fun. <laughs> In one day. And then another day, you're getting a dust storm. Yep. Immediately after the rain, so storm. that everything gets muddy. Or was it the other way around? Anyway, yeah. No, it was the other way around. It was like, it was like everything, week, though. everything got super dusty, and then everyone's and then the rain washed got rain. That's where it washed it away. Um, Thanks, weather. Yeah, but it was in the space of a week. It was a fucking yeah. dust storm and a, like... And then it was really stinking hot. Like, Mel's not exaggerating. It was literally a month's worth of rain. That's how the Bureau yeah. of Meteor- Meteorology described it. I, I think that's how it was getting, like, it was getting broadcast like that. And I think it ended up being more than that. Yeah. Like, I think it ended up being, like, two months of rain. It was or a month months. and a half of rain. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I have to say, 30... Like, once it's hitting 37... Like, once the outside air temperature is warmer than my body heat, like, warmer than my temperature, yep. it's just like, nah. nah. See, I, I know that way before that. <laughs> we can't do things anymore. No. Um, and this is... And the the older I get, to the worse it gets. When I was... this, I think this is the other half of that. Is yeah. that when I was younger, I was better at dealing with heat, whereas now I just... I just can't. I just... I just I lose the ability to even. Um, we've just got air conditioning installed in the bedroom yeah. because I just couldn't hack it anymore. Like, I used I to be able to deal with good, hot I just, nights. I just but... thank the good Lord that we have air conditioning. And and my apartment, there's, like, air conditioning. Like every room has air conditioning. I yeah. don't know why the hell it was done like that, but, like, every room. Like, like the main area has air conditioning. Bedroom one has air conditioning. Bedroom two, bedroom two has air conditioning. The study nook, the nook, has its own <laughs> air conditioning. 
It's like just the bathrooms don't have it. Yeah, cool. It's crazy. And um not that you need like that many air conditioners going, but the idea is I guess if whatever room you're in you can have air conditioning. But yeah, that that was definitely something that definitely wasn't in my childhood home. There definitely wasn't enough air conditioning. Mm. There was like an air conditioner that like didn't work for a number of years of my childhood. <laughs> and you get very adept at the whole like you know, you have the spray bottle with water and yep. like a fan. Yeah. Spray water into the fan so it hits you in the face. Or like or hits other people in the face, or you're just spraying yourself with the water bottle. The water slide, like the backyard water slide. Oh slip and slide. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, what's it called? The slip and slide. And we just remember it's yellow plastic shitness. It you know, that that gets a lot of play. I didn't have the privilege didn't have the uh didn't have the pool that Jess had, so Well, to be fair, we also we didn't have a backyard that you could put a slip and slide in. That's true. Although I'd take the pool. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't need it when you have a pool. But there, I don't know, there's a there's a quaint there's a quaint funness about that though. <laughs> like there's like ridiculous I do kind definitely of definitely get nostalgic. And I think that um you the the kind of good feelings that I still get, even though I hate summer, the good feelings that I still get when it starts to warm up in spring, I think they're actually probably tied to Christmas memories and summer mm. holiday memories, because that's the kind of thing that I start thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I look, I do, I do love an Australian Christmas. Mm. I hate, I hate heat and I hate hot weather, but I do love an Australian Christmas. It's just something about, I think because we've grown up with it. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you know, going for a swim after lunch. Yeah. That just, you know, and, um, and going lo- for a walk long at night. night. Like, yeah, long long days and long, long, di- long days. afternoons and the sun Lazy out for ages. Yeah. The sun doesn't go down till about 8.30 at Christmas. Yeah. And, um, it's nice. You go for a walk, like, when it's finally dark after dinner, you go for a walk and it's so warm and the cicadas mm. are singing and, like, everybody's got lights up outside their house and you go walking and look at all the lights and... The faint whiff of citronella in the air as you're trying to get rid of the <laughs> you know, it's, it's got a charm to it. No, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's really wonderful and it's interesting, like, you know, when you think about, like, Christmas traditions and stuff and sort of what, you know, I'm Italian heritage and it's like what the things that kind of make it over, Mm. that do and don't make it over. Yeah. The Christmas traditions that kind of do and don't make it over from there because obviously there it's winter. So a lot of the stuff is, you know, the roasting chestnuts and that kind of thing. Like it's a very winter kind of thing to do. Although that that does still happen from time to time. But But yeah, it's a different sort of like, it's kind of a weird, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a fusion. It's like a bit of a mishmash and... (laughs) Uh, but but then there's parts about it that go really well because, you know, with Christmas Eve, Catholics don't uh, eat meat on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So that actually kind of works nicely. You have, like, so the you fish. Know, you get your and, fish and chips. Yeah, and yeah. You know, you get, you get fish and calamari and, you know, if you have pasta, it's with, like, with the marinara. So, like, you know, with the seafood pasta and stuff like that and... Like that sort of, you know, and then and then here in Australia, like you know, there's so like you get prawns and the oysters, like there's seafood, you know, the fish, yeah, the seafood, seafood quite markets a big and stuff. Thing yeah, so, um, so it, it so that actually ties ties in really nicely. Yeah, and I think that actually works better than how it would 
dare I say, how it would in Italy, like that, <laughs> that sort of side of things. It's yeah. really nice. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that was always a big one. Like growing up, that was always a big one at, at our house. And we still do that. And actually that's, that's the plan for this year is that, you know, my side of the family is going to be like, so it's going to all kind of revolve around Christmas Eve and yeah, having lunch. I think everyone's off because of the way it's fallen, like just after the weekend, I think everyone's mm-hmm. off. So it'll be like, you know, lunch and all little nieces and nephews are going to be running around crazy. Aww, and Cause you've got heaps of like tiny children in your little, family, which is little, just Well, there's four, but when there's heaps. four together, yeah, it feels like <laughs> 50 bajillion kids. And they're very cute. They are adorable. One of them just turned six on the weekend. Oh no, actually his birthday is today, but we had like cake and stuff yesterday. They're pretty funny now. Like they're pretty, you know, they get like attitude about things. Like, you know, because I, I, I rang, because I rang, I rang my sister-in-law and my nephew answered. And, um, you know, obviously when you ring on a mobile, you can see like the name comes up and stuff. And I was like, oh, I go, oh, hey buddy, it's Auntie Mel. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry. Yeah, so it's good. Like, it's all about the food. It's definitely all about the food. Yeah. Yeah. Our Christmas traditions. I think a lot of those kind of big feasty type traditional holidays are about the food. Mm. I mean, so much of so much of so many cultures really yeah. is built around sharing food. I mean, for us, you know, we're very, um, you know, my mum's from England but her family was from India and my dad's yeah. just kind of like whatever it's generation Aussie and before mm. that I don't know generic European you know so our traditions are very much our own I guess mm. in the sense that, I mean not not exactly like we do the whole we do we do a turkey and the roast yeah. veg and the, yeah. again those weird kind of hot weather traditions that still stick around yeah because yeah, so we have like this massive hot meal, despite the fact that it's like forty. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but you know it, it yeah, works, the Europeans do and, it's, well. and it's not Christmas if you don't do it. But I think that's. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like cold soup? Like I think everyone does that, and especially Australia, everything's about the barbie, like doing stuff on the barbie. Yeah, so yeah, you but know, then you do have that with, like, salads and things. But yeah. yeah, we do. We'll do a big roast turkey, and we'll do gravy, yeah, but... and we'll do stuffing, and we'll do a ham. My dad does this amazing you ham. You don't make friends with salad, Jess. No, you don't make friends with salad. No. 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 This ham, though, dude. Oh, yeah, the ham would be good. It's got... He does this... It's my dad's thing at Christmas. This is his responsibility every year, and he does this, like... It's got this kind of brown sugar and sherry glaze with, like... It's, just, like, studded with cloves, and it's mm. just, like... The crackling on this ham mm. is... Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, uh, like, I'm, my mouth's watering just thinking about it now, yeah. and then I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be eating this in two weeks! <laughs> very exciting! Yeah, and it's really cool. I mean, we don't really have many little kids in our family, so it's not the same with, like, little kids running around mm. anymore. Everyone's kind of grown up, but haven't really started the next generation yet, so, like, obviously yeah. I've got my daughter, but um, most of my cousins are kind of in their early 20s, yeah, so... Right. You know, so we're deciding to get partners, and mm. this year we're doing a secret Santa for the first time. So yeah, yeah, it's like we've we've kind of reached that point because it was getting a bit much to buy a present. Because yeah. we 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 had a thing where like everybody bought a present for everybody, and we did that no. for so much longer than we should have. And this year, my that uncle was like, work. "No, we're doing a secret Santa." So we're doing that, which is cool. 
Yeah, definitely. The yeah, the present thing is a, that that can get a bit full on, especially as families grow. That's the thing that you're. So yeah. you'll start. You're starting to experience that now. So like uh, me having older siblings, I've sort of we've gone through that. Yeah, you've already gone through that. that I know transformation. You're up to the kids, <laughs> children. See, ah. I I love it because I love the big the big the bigness, I guess, of the meal. Mm. Like yeah. the the number of people and the fact that you've got all of these different tables crammed together with like six <laughs> different types of chair because you can't. Yeah. You know, because even though my parents have got an enormous dining table, it's just too many people to fit. And so you've got all these tables, like, mushed up together and people sitting all the way around them. And, uh, you know, I love Things are adoringly mismatched. Things are adoringly... Yes. And, you know, everyone's wearing the silly hats. And Mm. I love that. And I love that it's growing. And I love that there's (laughs) more people coming in. And so I'm actually really pleased about the Secret Santa because when you take away the pressure of, like, oh, dear Lord, I've got to, like think of a meaningful but relatively inexpensive present for every single one of these people, including your boyfriend who I've only met <laughs> twice. Yeah. Um, you take that away and it's like, I'm going to just really enjoy the fact that you are here mm. and we can share a meal together. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really nice. And your wrapping, your gift wrapping skills are on point. <laughs> Like, when you start loading up the presents under the Christmas tree, it looks like some kind of setting from David Jones. <laughs> well, thank it you, insane. Sorry, my parents' house uh, burnt down in the 90s when I was mm. a child. And so then we had to start again from scratch. And my mum mm. decided, because um, I think that was just about when retailers and things were starting to do wacky things with Christmas colours. Like, different coloured displays and things at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So my mum decided one year that she wanted to do... I think it was the first Christmas that we were in our new house. She Mm -hmm. decided she wanted to do gold and white Christmas decorations. Mm. So we're like, okay. So so we did the whole Christmas gold and white. And then the next year, we were like, well, that was really cool. Let's do something else. So I think we did, like, pink and blue. Oh, wow. Or something like that. Anyway... So then it became a thing. So now every year we do different colours, which is really cool. Mm. So now my, like, my, over the years my parents have built up this incredible collection of Christmas decorations and we can literally say any colours we want and they'll have I was going to say, wouldn't that mean you'd have like a bajillion yeah, Christmas decorations? So yeah. many. It's great. Whereas at my house it was like we have the one set and it comes out and it sits in shoeboxes when we don't, you know, when we put it away <laughs> and then it comes out when it's Christmas time. Well, that's what I have at home. At home I've got my red and black. Yeah. that's it but at mum and dad's they've got the full set anyway so what that goes with then is the gift wrapping so since I right. was a kid we would do these colour coordinated colour coordinated gift wrapping and so I learned from a fairly early age about making presents look nice and about how making them a part of kind of the whole mm. and plus I'm like anal retentive so <laughs> yeah, yeah. as you well know pedanticness yes and a little bit extra. So, <laughs> so anyway, thank you. But yeah, so that's why my presents look like that because yeah, yeah, that looks amazing. It looks thank incredible. You. So this year is red and gold, which is actually easy because then I can just wrap all of them in the same stuff. Yeah. Normally, I have two sets of presents. I have like the presents that go to my parents' house, and then I have the parents that get the presents that go into my tree. Whereas, like, I'll just like bulk buy the Christmas wrapping, and that's going to be the wrapping that I use for the next seven years like it's like until that thing runs out that's what I'm using they've both got their pros and cons 
<laughs> both approaches. <laughs> I, I think it was my first or second Christmas living out of home. Um, I was just like, I can't afford to buy the wrapping paper yeah. for this. He has colours. Yeah. Um, it was like, I just can't do it. Yeah. Oh, no, I think I bought the wrapping paper and then my mum changed the colours at the last minute or something. But I was like, I can't do I can't, it. I can't do it. <laughs> but, um, but look, I do, I do enjoy it. It's yeah. fun. I could never do that at home. <laughs> My know, husband look, would go nuts. Yeah, no. But it, but look, it's it's you know if you if you enjoy it and you can do it and you want to do it, why, why not? the hell not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? My godmother makes this massive, massive. In Italian, it's called a presepio. It's basically the nativity scene. Oh. It's a bit of an Italian tradition. Like it's not really you don't really see it much around here, but in Italy, it's a bit of a tra- tradition to make like the little nativity scene. So like. When I say nativity scene, I mean nativity scene. Like, baby Jesus, <laughs> baby Jesus in the manger, Mary and Joseph, so, maybe the three kings. Uh, this is our podcasting score. Uh, Chop's coming to the fore again. Mel is demonstrating with her hands. With my hands, yeah. How these things go. <clears throat> so, you know, baby Jesus, Mary and Joseph, three kings, like, maybe the star in the sky. Yeah. Maybe some hay. Yep. Like, that's it, right? It's a little... It's not very big. It's yay big. It's laptop size, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen them around. And if... Did she do a Westfield size one? Let me just say, I've been in Rome at Christmas and, like, the big fuck-off ones I have in Rome, hers is bigger. She doesn't make... (laughs) She doesn't make the nativity scene. She makes, like, the fucking entire town of Bethlehem. Like, she makes the whole village, and then there's a... Like, it's it's amazing. It's incredible. It's fantastic. Like, it's a work of art. Wow. And she has all the little figurines, and she's got, you know... So there's, like, the fishermen, and, like, the stone, you know... The blacksmith, Mm -hmm. and the... You know, people bailing the hay, and animals, and... She has actual sand, and actual grass, and little stones, and pebbles, and... Good lord. She's got, you know, figurines from here, figurines that she's bought from Italy. Like, she just loves it. And she sits there and she makes it up every year. And, like, she'll move the configuration around when she feels like it. And there's even, like, there's even perspective stuff. So, like, the nearer ones are bigger and, like, the other ones that are at the back are, like, they're littler so they look further away. Like, it's just... It's insane, but it's awesome. But, like, no other person on the planet would do this. <laughs> so. But you know what? I think that and now, if something sorry. makes you happy and it doesn't harm anyone. Yeah, why, yeah, why not? Fucking go for it. And, it's, and you want to talk about, like, Christmas traditions. Like, that's a tradition now. It's like, if I haven't gone to her place and seen the Presepio, it's like, it's not Christmas. Like, yep. like I have to see it every year. Like, I have to see it. Wow. Well... Christmas is in two weeks, yeah, which is nuts, but also kind of cool because mm-hmm. I am ready for this year to be yeah winding up. It's it's gone very quickly, but it has also been a long one somehow. <laughs> like I know what you mean. It yeah, yeah. Kind of happened in a flash, but is also yeah. Yep. been very long and <laughs> feel like years have been taken off my life like yeah. oh lord yeah it's been it's, it's been a year yeah it's been a year so it's been, been a year well listeners 
Chocolate Jam Podcast wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. And if Christmas. you don't celebrate Christmas, we wish you a very Merry whatever you would like Happy to holidays. Happy time off work. Happy summer chill time. Whatever you want to call it. Happy public holiday. Happy days. And we will have a few... We'll have a few mini-sodes. Yeah, mini-sodes coming out. During the month. But probably won't be getting back to you with a bumper chocolate jam until... 2019. Yeah, the new year. Alright, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry and Christmas a happy new year. I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is... Chocolate, chocolate Jam! jam.